specializes in shingle, metal, and flat roofs for residential, commercial, and industrial customers. Their dedication to complete customer satisfaction is why a large portion of their business comes from repeat customers and referrals. If you need a full-service roofing contractor that has over 80 years of experience and takes pride in top customer satisfaction, Gilstrap Roofing has got you covered. Call for your free roofing estimate today at 269-1232 and online at gilstraproofing.com. Mattress shopping? Look no further than Engineered Sleep. Visit their showroom in Greenville and try the ES Duo. This two-piece hybrid mattress is their most popular seller. If it's in stock, pick it up the same day or schedule a delivery. Setup is free. Plus, they take away your old mattress. Manufactured mattresses in Greenville for 90 years. Call 866-244-0898 or go to engineeredsleep.com. Save up to $600 and get two free pillows with code WCCP. Better sleep. Rest assured. Are you looking to take your lawn to the next level in 2023? At Carolina Top Dressing, we are committed to serving the upstate and bringing golf course-type practices to your home, including aeration, top dressing, dethatching, and soil conditioning. Also, ask us about our latest top dressing amendment, Carolina Mix, or sign up for any of our turf services by visiting us at www.carolinatopdressing.com for your free quote. And as always, go Tigers! The Bojangler's back at Bojangles, and it's dusted with Bo's famous seasoning. Hook one while you can. Walt Tip to the Road Rage. We are back. We're going to have a texter. Texter eight four four. Remember, I said you don't dress up in a big foot, big foot uh, suit, or you wind up getting shot. Oh yeah. Texter eight four four wrote this five years ago when peps when people were dressing like clowns. I uh, dropped my thirteen year old daughter off in a deer stand before daylight. She texts me ten minutes later. If I see a clown, can I shoot it? Uh. True story. I said hell yeah, shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds are weird. He also says, I'm a 45-year-old farmer. This is on you and the candy bar. I'm a 45-year-old farmer. I love peeps. Ask your Texas how many eat peeps. I didn't even know those things still existed. Oh, I do not like peeps. Oh, you don't? No, that's Yeah, that's yeah I don't think much. I do either. I'm those are, Aren't those like the little yellow... Yeah, yeah. Chickeny they, they, things. They're like, like marshmallow kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know about that. I'm more like uh, chocolate. Yeah, chocolate. chocolate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, back to the uh, back to the phones. Oh, we gotta get Robbie's question, and we'll get to Chad uh, up next. Robbie, Robbie, appreciate you hanging in there. All right, Robbie, you had something else you wanted to ask or say? Yeah, yeah. I agree with everything you said about Peter Woods. I mean, it's definitely going to be very difficult to keep him off the field this year. He's just a you know generational talent. Um, but I did want to. I did have one other question. I am kind of concerned about our defensive end depth this year, and I wanted to get your opinion on yeah. that. And you know, is there any way we can mask that with scheme or anything of that nature? Yeah. And I'll take you comments. Yeah, that's a good job, call. Robbie. Yep. Uh, I'm a little concerned with that too. Uh, you know, I'd be less concerned if I knew that Xavier Thomas would play uh, all the time. Um, but that hasn't happened yet. So I would be less concerned under that circumstance, but yeah, otherwise I, I'm I'm a little concerned with that. And and again, you may see a couple freshmen uh, get some time on the edge. And, you know, uh, Venables wanted his uh, edge players to be able to set a hard edge. So to do that, they had to be you know sort of ready made at 265 pounds. Otherwise, they went into development. You saw them three years later. 
you know, if they came in at 225 or 230. Uh, you know, even if they had skills and ability, he wanted to stop the run. I, I, I think that is a little bit of a question mark, and, uh, and only the season's going to um, prove that out one way or another. But, yeah, no, that would be one of my areas of concern. I, I you know, look – there's a lot to to wonder about as you approach the season. You know, what will this new offense look like? Who will it benefit? Who will step up at wide receiver? Which is still an enormous question. Um, you know, uh, how will the Cade Riley fit work? But I think that's going to work well. Um, one of my biggest questions, though, remains left tackle. I'm I'm concerned about left tackle. Um, maybe very concerned. I. That position worries me a lot, and I, and the answers to me are are mostly speculative at this point. So that concerns me as well. Uh, Chad and Anderson, Chad, how are you? Good, Walt. Um, real quick before we get started, how yeah. is uh, Ramona doing? She's great. Uh, she's great. Okay, I asked her when I called in, and I couldn't understand her response. She sounded like she had a mouthful of candy. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I don't yes, know. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. You were talking to me with candy in your mouth a little while ago. Yeah, I don't care about. Spitting chocolate all over and stuff. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. So, uh, these crazy net rankings, Walt, and uh, I, I know I'm preaching to the choir with you, but yeah. I just wanted to um, point out a couple things, a little deeper dive into the rankings. I mean, what, um, so the tournament. These guys that on the selection committee, they're 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 charged with, I'm assuming, getting the best uh, teams in the country in the tournament. Correct? You would think so. Okay, um, and most of those teams reside in which quadrant, Walt? Yeah, yeah. Which you're, quadrant? Yeah, quadrant one. Yeah, right. you're right. right. I mean, majority of the field's gonna be quad. I mean, is Clemson really gonna go out uh, to Boise or somewhere and play a quad four team? No. No, no, they're not going to. Right, so. Well, I don't know. I'm sure why that matters, unless you don't have any quality wins on the season. It's what Billis I mean, talks know, just, about. You know, I don't, I don't love Billis, Chad, but it's 20, what Billis talks about all the yeah, time. He talks about, you know, you he doesn't care who wins, you lost to. He cares who you beat. It's about who you can beat. Who can? It's about who you can beat, and that's what the tournament's always been about. And Walt, I don't know if you know this or not, but if you look at quad one winning percentage, I'm not talking about total wins. I'm talking about winning percentage. Clemson is one of 17 teams in the country with a winning quad one percentage. Oh, I like that, Chad. I like that little stat, Chad. And and and, and, and I'll and I'll give you another one, Walt. They're one of 11 teams that are 500 or better on the road quad one, which means you can win away from home against the best of the best. And I I, I that puts you in elite company, right? And everybody wants to talk about the Big 12. Kansas is the only team in the Big 12 with a winning road quad one record. Those teams are winning at home. What are they going to do when you get them out of their home? What you know, I, I I just don't get it. And you know, one of your one of your morning guys, and I'm not going to call his name. Everybody knows who it is. Tried to discredit eight of Clemson's wins yesterday by saying that they were against the lesser teams. And I agree with that. They are against the lesser teams. I'll go along with that. But you know what? If you want to put us on a level playing field, stack us up against the quad one, right? And when and when you do that, Clemson's still in the top four season in the ACC. Walt, they're yeah. still in the top four in the ACC without those eight. Four terrible wins, or whatever he wants to call them. You know, I mean, it's 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 uh, and you know, we don't have as many opportunities as some of these other teams, and they've played way more quad one games than we have. 
but are they going to get credit for losing them? They, they do. Really That's exactly what's happening. They're getting credited with quality losses. That's exactly what's happening. So West Virginia, what it tells me, here, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Are you going to take someone who has five quad one wins, four of them being at home, one on the road, one away from their place, okay? And take one away, and, 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 and you're going to put them in at five and 12 in quad one games, you know, five and twelve. What that tells me is that they're likely going to lose when they when they play a quad one team. Yeah, and that's, you know what? what you know does. what? None of these people would bet on West Virginia versus Clemson on a neutral court either. You know, they wouldn't. They wouldn't put their money on that because it's just it's just blatantly false. You're a hundred percent right. I mean, Clemson has so, proven I mean, they I, can beat good teams and they belong in this say, tournament. You want, yeah. I mean, and I, and I, I hate that we don't have more opportunities. But like, I mean, Clemson's only played one quad one game at home. The yep. rest of them have been neutral away. Yep, and that's and so you know, I mean, that Duke hasn't played a single quad one game at home, but yep. they're getting beat to death over by the committee, and they've all been away. You know, and I'm not a Duke pod by any stretch, but the, all their quad one games have been on the road or neutral. That's true. And so you know, that's I, I mean, it's it's skewed a little bit in that way. I don't think it matters that I mean it's like again if you've got twenty three wins and no quad one wins and you have four losses that should matter but when 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 you when you can prove that you are going to more than fifty percent of the time win that game there's no way you can be left out of the tournament. Yep, it's a good job, Chad. Good job. Good talking. Thank to you. you. Yep, good stat. Uh, yeah, and I don't know you know who said what uh, when, uh, but. You know, if, if you have questions about something that someone else said, um, that part take up with them. But in terms of, uh, in terms of uh, what I believe, um, I believe that Clemson is clearly one of the the top thirty or so teams in the country. Is where I would put Clemson, uh, and I think they can beat good teams, which is what you want. You have star power. Um, I, again. Uh, maybe I'll be proven completely wrong, but I think they're going to win the ACC title. I do. I think they're going to win uh, the title. So I don't think it's going to matter what the committee does because uh, I think I think Clemson's going to take care of that themselves. But um, but yeah, I I um, I think this team 100% belongs in the tournament. Um, everybody plays bad teams. Uh, unfortunately, what what what's happening with with a couple of these leagues, most notably the 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 Big Twelve and the Big Ten. Um, is the entire leagues are being propped up by this notion that the whole league is great. And so if you believe that going in, you create a system that supports that, which net does, then, uh, then you can't lose because every loss is to a quality opponent, an alleged quality opponent. And I, I think the, I think alleged the key word, uh, you know, we, we don't know if any of these teams in those two leagues is any good. Uh, you know, and if they are, it's probably Kansas and Purdue. But beyond that, you know, all those teams are beatable, and they've proven it consistently because none of them have been consistent. And I'm not saying that they're that, for example, that the Big Twelve hasn't been pretty good from top to bottom. And if somebody wanted to argue about, you know, which league is best, you might make an argument for them. But I am saying that this notion of propping an entire league up so that every single loss is viewed as a quality loss, and it not only doesn't damage your net ranking situation, it often enhances it, 
is just utterly laughable. I mean, at some point, you should have to win. It, it actually should be part of the prerequisite. And like I said, none of these schmucks who will put, who will say, well, West Virginia belongs uh, ahead of Clemson because they've, you know, they've uh, lost every uh, quad one game they play, uh, but they play them so frequently. None of those people would bet their own money on West Virginia against Clemson on a neutral court. I'll, I'll bet you anything. Uh, Mike in Central. Mike, good to have you. Uh, how you doing, Walt? Good, Mike. Thank you for getting in. Uh, did you happen to catch the Boston Braves game the other day? Um, where it was tied, score six. Oh yeah. Six, yeah. Well, I caught. I caught. I, I caught the ending. Now, according to the rules, I mean the umpire was right. Okay, but but here here's my deal. What in the world is going on there? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Well, and I guess my point is, is baseball. You know, for years, Major League Baseball prided themselves on the fact that that they kept baseball just like it should have been all these years. Now, the record books are going to be distorted. It's 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 terrible what they're doing to the game, and and I, I just hate to see it, but. Uh, I, I will. I won't be a participant. I can tell you that now. Um, and I'm a big Braves fan. And if they win the next ten World Series and they don't change these rules, I'm done. Wow. Uh, it, it. It. Yeah. I am completely done. They. I don't understand how. I mean, they. They. You know, why is it that? You know, it's a strategy to the game. If you got a fast runner at first, you want to kind of keep him close. <laughs> You know, yeah. I mean, if he, if he gets in, if, if he if he's still second, he, you know, he's in scoring position there. Yeah, and the guy probably can fly. So, you know, a base hit's probably going to drive him home. I, and between that and then the ghost runner at second is just I, who is? Are they going to do anything about? Is this going to be permanent? That is, I guess, is my question. I think it is, Mike. I think that they, I think they have found that the um, the pitch clock and the batter clock have really helped to speed up the game at the minor league level. Now, again, I don't know who's concerned about that. Uh, I, I know. If well, I'm, well, Walt, I know that that Greg Maddox, for all those years, complained about you know, and he was right. He's on rhythm. I mean, he got the ball and he threw the ball. Yeah. You know, but for years they would get into postseason play, and it, they would drag those commercials out. You know, left and right. So I think they're just as guilty. Now I don't have a problem in the fact that they need to not be killing time as far as right as as, as walking around the mound. Right. I mean, you know, years ago. I mean, it's just like this when I played. If you find that your pitchers, I mean, your defense rolls back on their heels and bad things, only bad things happen. Yeah. And and I don't have a problem with them speeding the game up, but these rule changes about, you know, he's out without a pitch being thrown, uh, who gets the loss in the extra inning game, you know, when the runner from second is a ghost runner? He didn't earn his way on. He wasn't walked. It wasn't a ground ball and a throwing error. He, he, our line drive in the gap for a double. Uh, none of that stuff. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I just don't get it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sort of with you, Mike. I, with I, I'm, 
I'm okay with the uh, with the pitch count and the batter count, and I think that that the preseason will give ample opportunity for teams to adjust to that and understand how that's going to play out. The rest of these rule changes I despise. Every single stinking one of them. The the uh, forcing Absolutely. defenses to play a certain way. The the inability the the, the inability to check a, a fast runner on first. That's going to put more onus on the catcher. It's also going to mean that you're going to have to throw nothing but fastballs once you've once you've uh, spent your uh, your three uh, excuses. Your three uh, your, your your three you know whatever they what do they call them? What's the word? I'm I'm drawing a blank on the word. Uh, you, you can only throw over three uh, times. There's a, yeah. there's a word for it, whatever it is. Uh, and, and you can spend them in other ways, too. I, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of the pizza box bases either. Uh, I mean, what they're trying yeah, the to do. the clown bo- Right. Right. What they're, what <laughs> they're know, trying to do it, is it, it, analytics. Game. Right. Analytics yeah. uh, of the of launch angle in the home run has ruined the game. It's created a boring, stagnant game with nobody on base and no running and no base runners and no batting average and nothing but strikeouts. It's it's largely ruined the game. So what they're doing is instead yeah. of fixing that, they're going to go back and try and artificially create the things that it's missing. They're going to try and improve batting averages by forcing uh, defensive players to play uh, to not shift. They're going to try uh, increase stolen bases by not allowing pitchers to throw over. You know, these things are just utterly laughable and in and, and so they are you know yeah, yeah i'm sort of with you and the ghost runner's always been stupid i mean the ghost runner is just well, patently how, how ridiculous about this, what was that song uh the day the music died yeah who was that saying okay the day that baseball died i'm done with it because it I, i'm a purist i love to watch a good tight close game two to one you know national leaguer yeah. uh you know what i'm saying yeah. i mean very much a strategy to the game but they are destroying the record books. I mean, they can't. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And like you said, too, you know, um, it, it was a, a boring kind of game to start with. I mean, they don't play the good brand of baseball, you know, uh, here lately. Yep. Um, you know, they, they're striking out over 200 times uh, a season. And they may hit 27 home runs, but, you know, hit 240. And that's not a hitter. Yeah. Uh, that's that's, by the way, that is the, that's the league average right now. It's 240. Hey, Mike, I yeah, have to run. Yeah, good job. Is. Yep. Okay. It's a good All job. Right. Good call. Uh, let me tell you about my friends at Clemson Paw Partners. I'm excited to let our listeners know about a new advertising partner. It's making a huge impact here in the upstate. Clemson Paw Partners. These people do great work. Clemson Paw Partners is an animal welfare organization that raises funds through the help of local businesses and our community to help save the lives of animals through low-cost spay and neuter programs and providing other necessary medical care to animal owners that otherwise could not afford their care. All staff except vets and vet techs are 100% unpaid volunteers with big hearts for helping animals in our community. The good news is you can help. It's easy to do so. Visit ClemsonPawPartners.org today and give whatever your heart leads. Whether it's $5 or 5000 Clemson Paw Partners utilizes every single penny of your donation to help animals in need right in our community. You can even donate as a business. Sign up on the website, and if you don't have funds to spare, give your time. Help Clemson Paw Partners care for animals that don't have a voice and can't speak for themselves. This is a great cause, great people, great way to serve the community you live and work in. ClemsonPawPartners.org. Follow them on Facebook for updates. Uh, and, And by the way, 
This year, Clemson Paw Partners has partnered with Pickens County Meals on Wheels to deliver dog and cat food to elderly pet owners in need. Donate cat or dog food directly uh, to Clemson Paw Partners at 115 B Commons Way in Central, and it will be delivered by Meals and Wheels. These are great people doing great work. Also, before we go to break, let me tell you about my friends at First Class Halt. Halt's an acronym that stands for Honda, Acura, Lexus, Toyota. It's March already, Ramon. It's unbelievable. Uh, and, uh, and you have all sorts of March specials at First Class all. Know this, all their techs have 15 to 35 years of experience working with these makes and models. They give you a three-year, 36,000-mile nationwide warranty. And you can learn about their new limited lifetime warranty by visiting the website at firstclasshalt.com. Right now, all locations, $100 off any Halt timing belt package. Uh, it, it, look, if you don't know, check your owner's manual. You don't want your timing belt to uh, go. Uh, all locations, spend more, save more, spend 100 get $10 off, spend 200 get 20 off, spend 300 get 30 off. All locations, get up to a $75 back on qualifying steering and suspension purchase and installation. Book that now. And coming up, two tire specials, Michelin, this starts on 315 you can uh, get up to $50 or up to 100 depending on how much you spend. $849 or less for $50, $850 or more for $110, excuse me. And then Uniroyal also starts on $315. Uh, $40 rebate on all tire lines or $60 rebate on Power Paw AS tires only. It's March at First Class Hall. Go see them. They finance now as well. Three locations, Greenville, Anderson, and the uh, the fairly new Cherrydale location to serve you. Quick break. We'll be right back. Have you heard that the IRS is hiring thousands of additional revenue officers, which will result in an increase in audits and levies? If you owe delinquent taxes, these changes will cause you more stress and unwanted misery. Be proactive. Start today. Let David Green at Green Law Firm help you resolve those taxes before the IRS comes knocking. Call Green Law Firm at 864-271-7940. That's 864-271-7940. Or visit greenlaw.legal. Do it today and rest easier tomorrow. Mornings were made for better things than rheumatoid arthritis or RA. Zelgen's tofacitinib is a pill for adults with moderate to severe RA when tumor necrosis factor blockers did not work well or could not be tolerated. Zelgen's can help relieve joint pain, swelling, and help stop further joint damage. Zelgen's can lower your ability to fight infections. Don't start if you have one. Before and during treatment, your doctor should check for infections like TB and do blood tests. Serious, sometimes fatal infections, cancers including lymphoma and lung, blood clots, serious heart-related events, tears in the stomach or intestines, and allergic reactions have happened. People 50 and older with heart disease risk factors have an increased risk of death. Tell your doctor if you've had hepatitis B or C, have flu-like symptoms, are prone to infections, or have ever had a heart attack, stroke, clot, or other heart problems, or swelling of lips, tongue, throat, or hives. Ask your doctor about prescription Zeljans. Visit Zeljans.com or call 1-844-ZELJANS. William Nichols from Scores Jewelers. You know, I'm very fortunate to work in an industry that's almost entirely focused on celebrating life's good times and milestones. Like the anniversary highlighting 5, 10, 15 years or more spent with your best friend, birthdays and Christmases, and maybe the biggest day of all, the marriage of two people. Her engagement ring is more than just a diamond and a piece of gold. On the day it's given as a gift, it becomes a meaningful symbol marking the start of your new life together. In a few years, you won't remember the price tag on her engagement ring, but you will remember that look on her face when you open the box. That moment of sheer joy and excitement that says so many things to her that you could never express in words. 
This is the true value of a ring. The reason these things are handed down from one generation to the next. She's the one. Show her with the ring from Scores Jewelers. We'll help you find or make the perfect ring that says everything you want to say the moment you open the box for her. I'm William Nichols of Scores Jewelers and Anderson and online at scoresdiamondjewelers.com, and I want to be your jeweler. Needing to rent a mini excavator like a Bobcat E32, a skid steer, or wood chipper? Or maybe a smaller tool like a pressure washer, jackhammer, or a compactor? McNeely Store and Rental has got you covered. Clemson alumni-owned renting equipment and selling materials for more than 30 years. We also sell septic materials, ADS drainage products, concrete boxes, real stone veneers, and more. With two upstate South Carolina locations in Clemson and West Union, McNeelyStoreandRental.com. Or call Matt for a quote today, 828-553-4338. We've all been there, rushing to the restroom in a public place, and bam, you're hit with that out-of-order sign. Business owners know this story all too well. Don't let this be your patron's problem. Leave it to the plumbing experts. Timing is everything in the business world, and you don't want to lose business because your customers can't do theirs. Call the plumbing experts for maintenance or unexpected plumbing issues. They've got your back. Visit theplumbingexperts.com to schedule your next appointment. Powered by Upcountry Fiber, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. If you want the full Roar experience, go check out theroarfm.com for all the latest updates and podcasts. We're 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Where it began I can't begin to know it But then I know it's growing strong Hand Touching hands Reaching out Touching me Sweet Caroline, so good. Um, let me tell you about my friends at George Coleman Ford. No one does it like George Coleman Ford. They've been doing it the right way for over 90 years. Think about the absurdity of a car dealership that's been in business over 90 years. That's impossible, but it's true. And it's because for over 90 years, they have a tradition of treating you the right way. And it's hard to find now. I'm going to tell you right now, it is hard to find. I'll tell you a story in one in a minute. Uh, for 90 years, generations of your family members have been going to see generations of George Coleman Ford family members in a tradition that's still alive and well today. Uh, obviously, they have a great selection, um, and they have a great selection of pre-owned vehicles as well. But, but for 90 years, the secret to their success is they treat you right. They do right by you, and that's why you keep coming back. They've been in it for the long haul all along. 
And, and, and people recognize that. Jamie writes, absolutely by far the best dealership we've been to. We were looking for a specific vehicle. We found what we were looking for online. We called and spoke with Joe Garland, told him we were coming to look at the truck. He pulled it off the lot for us, had it waiting when we got there. Joe's an excellent salesman, outstanding person. Everyone at the dealership was very friendly, helped us with everything we needed. We now have the exact truck we were looking for. I would recommend them to anyone. If you've forgotten what it's like to be treated that way, to have that type of service, get to George Coleman Ford and Traveler's Rest. I promise you will thank the letter. Uh, a couple sad notes. One, uh, Jerry Richardson, the uh, former owner of the Carolina Panthers, the man who brought uh, the Carolina Panthers to this area, passed away at the age of 86. Um, uh, a man with a very philanthropic heart. Um, uh, I think by... All measures of a man, a good man, um, and uh, very saddened to hear that. Uh, equally saddened, or more so, um, to learn that a uh, a friend of the show, um, the mayor, Phil Hopkins, um, we received several calls about Phil, and uh, and Phil has apparently passed at seventy three or seventy four, Ramon. Seventy four. Um. You know, we had some great conversations, and, and some of them were, some of them were not heated, but no, but he disagreed with you. Right, we had but that's we, okay. Right, we would we would have some we would have some disagreements, yeah. and it, it just it always made for great conversations, and uh, and there was a uh, very much a mutual respect. But what people don't know is they hear that name, and they you know. The mayor, who's the mayor? Well, what he was, was he was a college basketball coach. And he loved the game of college basketball. And he coached at Western Carolina. He was the head coach at Western Carolina. In fact, Thad Mata was uh, one of his assistants. And, and I have to think about the year. But what Phil Hopkins is most known for, what the mayor is most known for, is... He became the first 16 seed in NCAA tournament history to really come close to taking a one out. Obviously, that was a fate that uh, Bennett and Virginia later suffered uh, when they lost to uh, Maryland Baltimore County by 20 points and became the first one to lose to a 16. But the mayor was on the opposite side. The mayor was coaching 16th seeded Western Carolina against number one seed Purdue. And again, I've got to think about the year because I'm, I'm having to think about it. But regardless, um, he was coaching Western Carolina against number one Purdue, and that game came right down to the wire. And if, if memory of the situation serves, they had two shots to win. They had a, they had a, uh, a three that would have won the game that hit off the back of the rim, and they had a two that would have tied it that also hit off the back of the rim. And uh, and when the game was over, uh, Phil uh, was crying at the news conference, and and uh, he was an emotional guy. Um, and and there's actually a New York Times story that that details some of that, but um, but he you know he, he blurted out, "We deserve to win." And they did deserve to win. They had outplayed Purdue. And they, they should have been the first 16 to beat a one. It just, 
fate didn't fall in their direction. And, uh, but he was, a he was a really good guy. He was a terrific basketball coach, um, really knew the game, had a passion for the game, had a passion for coaching kids. Uh, and again, there's some big name guys who coached under him. Thad Mata was, uh, was an assistant under him at the time. Um, I'm thinking that, thinking that was uh, 1996, something like that. You're shaking your head up and down. How You know the answer to this? No, I, I, I don't know. I'm thinking it was right around then. I, I'm, not, I'm not exactly sure what year that was, but I know this. Um, Phil Hopkins, uh, who, who, uh, who taught and coached at you know, junior high at Walhalla, um, dedicated his life, uh, much of his life to coaching, uh, basketball. And, um, and I'm very saddened to, to, to hear that he's gone. Very sad. Um, he was, what do we say? 73, 73, 74. I think so. Too young. Um, but a man who you have to, you have to sort of comb for it. But he's a man who really left a mark, an indelible mark on college basketball. And, and again, had one of those shots been at one quarter inch shorter, he would, have, uh, he would have produced the most famous one in the history of the college game. So uh, rest in peace, Phil. Uh, I'll miss you. Uh, the mayor, uh, Phil Hopkins. Um, I had some other things I wanted to to get to, I don't know how much uh, time I'm going to have to do that, unfortunately. I wanted to get to the Jalen Carter situation. Um, you know, I, I addressed this on Twitter to a degree. I, I want to talk about it a little more at length uh, tomorrow, but th- this is what I wrote on Twitter. I wrote, this Jalen Carter thing is terrible in that two people died as a result of the alleged race. That said, he didn't force anybody to race, nor was he directly responsible for their deaths. The football world is ablaze with Carter's freefall. Not so sure about any of that. I also believe that teams already knew of this. McShay seemingly had this info long ago, and it's the scout's job to know these things uh, because it is. It's part of the, the vetting process. Um Look, this is a terrible tragedy, but I, I, I was listening to the NFL Network the other night, and, and these people were just aghast at this. And they were, and, and it was, um, you know, what's going to happen to him? He's got a free fall and all this stuff. And, and they were comparing it. He was being frequently compared to, uh, to, the Lael Collins situation, which I find remarkable. Lael Collins was was potentially going to be charged with murder. And that's why he dropped. He dropped at draft time because NFL teams thought he was going to be charged with murder. That would mean, you know, he goes away to the big house for 20 years. He doesn't play for you. That's why he dropped. That's not, you can't compare that to this. Listen, this is a terrible situation in that two people died. All right? That's terrible. But no one made 
the other people race. No one made them race. Even if Jalen Carter wanted to race, you could say no. <laughs> That's on you. That's on you. That's not on Jalen Carter. Did Jalen Carter make some bad choices? Yes. Uh, you know, I went through this with the Henry Ruggs situation in which I explained that I made a ton of bad choices. I frequently drove vehicles 120, 130, as fast as they would go. I could have died or killed other people. As I said, when, when the Henry Ruggs situation, all that separated me from being Henry Ruggs was fate. That was all that separated me. So I was lucky. I was lucky. And kids do these kinds of things. And now, should he have when he has the whole world? When he's, his future is insanely bright, should he have engaged in any of this? No. Was it a mature decision? No. Is he Captain Evil? Should we throw away the keys and put him in jail for a No. He's being charged with two misdemeanors. That's all we know of so far. That's the reality of his situation. I'm not going to judge him. I'm not going to sit there and say that, you know, well, he's a terrible kid now and, and, and I wouldn't consider drafting him and those kinds of things. He made a terrible mistake getting involved in that, and he's going to have to live with that knowledge that in, in that sort of personal responsibility for two people dying, even though he factually had nothing to do with their deaths. He didn't. He only had to do with his part. Two parties decided to race. Neither one of them had to. It's, it's terrible, but the woman that was driving the other vehicle died of her own volition. That's the reality of it. She didn't have to do any of that. She chose to. She's responsible for her own death. Jalen Carter is not in any way, shape, or form responsible for her death. He just is not. Not legally, and I don't think any other way. I think he'll have to suffer his own personal demons with this the rest of his life. I think that's that's pretty obvious. But in terms of the legality of it, you know, um, he's not responsible for her death. She is. And it's sad, and it's terrible, um, and it certainly could have happened the other way around. But, you know, we'll talk more about this tomorrow because I, I have some other things I want to say about it. I'm not I'm not I'm not done with it. Uh, but in terms of, uh, you know, how it will affect his draft status, I, I, I think that uh, the answer is slightly. Uh, we'll discuss tomorrow. Uh, don't go anywhere. Clemson women's basketball is coming your way next. A rematch with North Carolina. They played about a month ago. Uh, it was a game that Clemson was competitive in, turned the ball over a little too much. I think the Tigers have a shot. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Walt up to the Road Rage. For adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy, now there's Sky Rizzy. Rizinkizumab Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieve 90% clear skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Nothing in me go hand in hand. Nothing on my skin, that's my new plan. 
use of allergic to Skyrizi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms.